Hello and welcome back to Cooped Up. I'm Danielle Mannion in Maynard, Massachusetts, and we're documenting history. We're talking to people about what they're doing during this pandemic, how they're spending their time cooped up. And I have with me here today two Maynard residents, David and Lily Gavin. David is a selectman in town and Lily's a student at Maynard High School. Hi, guys. Hi, Danielle. How are you? Great. Thanks for coming on. Oh, uh, it's, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. We're happy to speak with you. Yeah, this is kind of fun. Well, David, let's get right into it. You're a selectman. How long have you been a selectman in Maynard? I am currently in my 12th year as a selectman. My, uh, that would be my fourth term. I'm actually scheduled for an election that's uh, at this point, I guess, somewhat up in the air in, in the early part of May. Um, oh, yeah. Hopefully to be reelected for a, another term and another three years and moving Maynard in the right direction. Yeah, that's great. That's it's kind of crazy to think that an election could be postponed because of this, but it looks like it's a real possibility. My daughter just came down the stairs and asked, "Are, are we really going to go back to school in a week?" I said, "I, I don't think so, but <laughs> we'll see." Um, yeah. So, how are you guys coping with this? How are you doing in the Gavin household? Well, uh, from my perspective, um, you know, I work for a, a wonderful company that. Uh, sort of reacted early on this and um, instructed us all to to move home and work from home and uh, and be safe. And uh, we're, we're all capable of doing that. The company itself has done some behind-the-scenes stuff so that everybody, I think we're up to 80% is the last I heard. So I'm working from home during the week, and it's as if I'm working in the office. I still have my contacts with my, with my coworkers and able mm-hmm. to really uh, continue to carry on business, which is wonderful. Um, and hopefully that'll continue for uh, the foreseeable future, at least until it's safe to return to work. Other than that, I'm, I'm, you know, taking my lunch break and going out for a walk. Luckily, the weather's been cooperative for that one day of rain last week. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's basically been it. Lily, why don't you talk a little bit about what you're doing? Um, I've been doing a bunch of online dance classes with oh, that's all so cool. these famous choreographers. <laughs> So it's really fun because normally you only get to take those classes at conventions, which are really expensive, and it's always really busy at them. So it's nice being like in your own space and getting to dance with all like the really famous and like. So is it done? You're just watching and just joining in, or is it? Yeah, it's like a live stream. So That's they're great. in a studio in like LA, I think, mm-hmm. and they live stream it so people all over the world can do their dance class. That's wonderful. Um, what mm-hmm. you're a, what year are you at, at Maynard I'm High? a sophomore. Sophomore. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lily, tell us about your year. You've had quite the year. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this Look, go ahead. Christmas, um, little woman came out yeah. and I was in the movie <laughs> and it was super cool to see yourself see myself on the screen yeah it's like just crazy seeing yourself on a movie screen with all the other people in the theater yeah I mean Little Women is was an incredible that was an incredible film Greta Gerwig right Mm -hmm. yeah did you ever get to see her too yes I did Uh uh-huh so November 2018 Mm -hmm. was when I filmed for the movie yeah and it was super cool I was in Boston and um, our trailers were like right outside the Boston Common. Wow. And so we got to get all ready with all like the hair and makeup people 
and the dresses and it was super cool and then we filmed somewhere else in Boston and Greta Gerwig is there directing us wow her job, obviously. yeah obviously <laughs> and it was she's super amazing cool. yeah she's so cool so Tracy Tracy Letts was in that that scene with with Lily and she she had an opportunity to meet with him and also the woman who played his wife. Yeah, oh, that's and incredible. And the two girls that were two girls that were your sister and myself. Yeah, that is so cool. Um, how did you get that role? Um, I think my mom found the audition back like in September before like before we filmed it, obviously. Mm-hmm. So a casting database just sent out the thing they're like, we're looking for teen girls. And so my mom submitted me and they're like, great. How about you come in for an audition? So I went and I auditioned and it wasn't in front of the casting directors. It was just like a tape. So there's one person in the room and they filmed me reading the lines. And then I think I waited about a month and then I heard, I remember I got in the car after school and my dad was like, did you hear the news? I was like, what? <laughs> and they told me I got in the movie. And That's it was just crazy. crazy. I mean, the competition must have been fierce to get one of those yeah. parts. Because they audition like over multiple days. And there's so many kids there when I went. Like, you never think you're going to get the roles because you just see all the other like kids at the auditions. And you're like, this is crazy. Now, have you there's auditioned all- for other things? Yeah, I auditioned for a lot of stuff. And most of the time you don't hear back, but mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. Like over the summer, there's a Netflix movie with Adam Sandler that I auditioned for mm-hmm. that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. And then there was a Disney Plus movie that I auditioned for like the main role for, which was really cool. And I had to sing for that audition. So that was kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. But that role went to a girl that was already on Disney Channel. Uh, yeah, they usually do, huh? Yeah. Um, well, that's so exciting. Um, what about the costumes? How how were the costumes? The costumes were so cool. So I think a few weeks before we filmed, I had my fitting. And so I got to try on a bunch of dresses. And they're all so cool and so pretty. Um, and in where I got my fitting, it was like the warehouse where they stored all the costumes. So I got to see all the cool dresses for like the scene where there's like the ballroom dancing yep. part and like all the it was just so cool seeing all the costumes do you and like, go ahead what no go ahead um i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> um do you like doing film more than musicals have you been in any of the the plays at school um i think i like films a little bit better than musicals but it's a very close tie um, I did Midsummer's Night Dream last year at the school, which was fun. And then over the summers, I do Western Drama Workshop, which is like my favorite thing all year round. Because you rehearse for like two months and you do a show. With, and I've met some of my best friends through that program. And it's super cool. And they teach you so much. So I like both. But I don't know. There's something about film that's just more like exciting because you can watch it over and over again but the days are long right one time yeah the days are long did you work long hours when you were doing little women that was actually a really quick shoot really because 
my scene was only my scene was pretty short. Tell us about so, your scene. So it's Tracy Lutz, who's the publisher for um, Joe's book, and he's talking to his wife, and then me and the other two girls who play his daughters, we like come running into the room, like screaming at each other and like <laughs> really excited. And because we found the book, Joe's book, yep. and we're like, are you publishing this? And my line is, what happens to the little woman? <laughs> so we just like, we influenced him to publish the book because he didn't think there's anything like in it that people would like. But then when he sees his daughters, like really interested in the story, he's like, oh, maybe people actually will want to read this. Yep. It's really pivotal. It's a great, it's yeah. a great scene to do. And I have to tell you, um, I saw it not right away when it came out in Maynard, but you know, a, a few days later and I was mm -hmm. in the movie theater and when your scene comes on and you say your line, there were people in the theater that clapped. <laughs> so, really? Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Aww. Everybody knows that you did this. I mean, it's a huge <laughs> deal. It's really cool. And especially to have a speaking role. A lot of people yeah. You know, get to be extras and then their scene gets cut or whatever and you can't see them. <laughs> but like you were there front and center. It was really, it was very exciting. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, so what's next for you? Are you auditioning for anything? Um, right now there's not really any auditions. Mm -hmm. of yeah. What's going on? Coronavirus, obviously. And also I'm at just a hard age because normally for younger kids, they'll yeah. pass just like the younger kids and then for like teenagers they cast adults mm -hmm. so it's kind of hard to find auditions for kids my age but I have an agent and they'll send me some and my mom finds some but there's not a lot oh, going on normally in the summertime it picks up a little more it does there's a lot of film work in Boston coming this or there's supposed yeah. to be this summer from what I hear which yeah. is really exciting um, so let's talk about school for a minute and then I'll chat with your dad. How are you doing with this? Are you going to, um, going to be doing some of that enrichment activity stuff? Have you heard from your teachers? Yeah, I've heard from all my teachers, but mm -hmm. it's just like hard to get the motivation to do the work when it's not getting graded. Cause you're like, Oh, I don't really have to do this. Yeah. And it's, most of it's not like new stuff. It's just a review of old stuff that we've already done. Yep. So you like, and all my friends say this too, it's just you don't really want to do it because mm -hmm. it's not, and you're just at home. Like you'd rather do other stuff than schoolwork. Okay. But I miss having the structure of school and like actually doing work. I'm a teacher, so I miss the structure too. That's, I think that's why mm -hmm. I'm doing this. <laughs> Gives me a little structure. Um, so that's great. Now I've got a couple questions. Maybe I'll wait and ask. We'll talk to your dad first and then I'll ask you my typical ending questions. Um, so David. Yes. What do you think about the Maynard community right now? What, what kind of thoughts do you have on how people are rising to the occasion here? You know, always, um, you can't say enough about Maynard as a community. Um, every single time we have any type of a, of a minor crisis, um, people rise to the occasion and help one another out as a community. And here we are in a major national crisis, and I think it's escalated uh, accordingly. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the things that I'm seeing, like I'm sure you saw um, Fitz's online music that he did, not only on uh, St. Patrick's Day, but then again on Thursday night, John yep. Fitzsimmons 
um, unbelievable. And the numbers of people that were watching live was amazing. Yep. And that's a gift that he's giving to the community. He doesn't have to do that. And I think he's doing it not only because he loves to do it, but he, he loves to perform and give back to the community, as you know, about their family. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, how much they give to us. Uh, and, you know, you're seeing things like that. People asking online what they can do to help. And that is that is Maynard. That is what makes us special. And um, this is the type of, of thing that helps us to, to rise to the occasion. I certainly appreciate, too, the level of escalated concern and nervousness on the part of the residents. But I think that I can say with confidence that our town administration is on top of things. They're in communication with the state uh, health people um, every day. I, I think there's a, a daily three o'clock uh, conference call, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, um, in that they're, and they give feedback to the community as they can. And uh, as a selectman, I, you know, I briefly speak to the town administrator, not every day because he's busy with all this stuff, but I, uh, I try to speak to him maybe every other day at this point. And um, State Representative Hogan has been in touch with me as well. And, um, you know, she asks if I know of anything that needs to be done. Um, and we talk about, you know, what she is seeing at the state level as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, man and residents, and I think this is probably true for most communities in Massachusetts at this point, I think the, the level of communication between the, the state and the local uh, officials is pretty good. Yeah, that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. I, I, I feel like I feel calm. You know, I try not to watch overload myself with news because then I get a little freaked out. But, um, yeah, I feel like we're getting enough information. That's really good to yeah, hear. Yeah, I think, I think the information that we're getting from um, from the medical field is really mm-hmm. the, the best we can do for one another is to practice social distancing, practice washing your hands yeah. uh, constantly, and, you know, don't panic and don't overload the health system if it's not necessary to do so and that's really as i know you know is the is the concern is that so many people are going to get sick with the virus that it will overload our system Mm -hmm. so that's why it's so important to have the social distancing and try to keep it from spreading yep um yeah we're maybe only in the beginning of this um so what are you doing for fun how are you keeping yourself busy you know you know what i've what I've realized is how much I relied on sports. Uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I guess my life is dominated by sports and politics. And, uh-huh. you know, the sports aspect is completely gone. Um, no games, no, nothing, nothing to watch at night. And, right. and I realized how bad, unfortunately, television is. <laughs> uh, so, so that part of my life is gone where I can't watch the Bruins. I can't watch. Yeah. Um, you know what a college basketball is a big part of it and it was just ripped right away like a band-aid off, well, off of my arm I think my husband uh, feels the same way one of my recent callers said that he's got friends who have been watching like really old or listening to really old baseball games famous baseball mm-hmm. games and I'm sure people are watching old footage yeah I'm, that that's available <laughs> uh, any I can't watch games that I know the outcome <laughs> that's always difficult for me but you know, so I I I have been probably too much watching um, you know cable news networks yeah. uh, just to to keep myself up. 
um, in, in my on my walks, I'm, I'm going out and I'm having my phone on and listening to, in the morning, I'll listen to local talk radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the evening, uh, my evening walk, I'll go out and I'll basically be listening to CNN. Yep. Um, so, uh, Are you walking the rail trail? No, <laughs> uh, just because it's not as easy to get to. I'd have to get in the car and drive. I could just walk out. So I walk down. Uh, 27 d- down towards the school and mm-hmm. down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually, before this all happened, I would uh, I would be out every weekend um, walking around downtown and uh, you know meeting with people. That, that's the way I run into a lot of people and ask yep. them about what's going on. I stop in at various shops along the way, ask shop owners how things are for them. Mm. Um, I have not gone down around downtown um, since last Sunday. I was there last Sunday. Um, that's like a ghost town. Yeah. You know, except for the people which, picking was, up food. Yes. I was in Boston on Friday before this, before it really blew up. Uh-huh. And, um, I was there at nine in the morning, uh, for a meeting and Faneuil Hall was empty, yeah. literally empty. I, I can't imagine police that. Officer. That's crazy. Spoke to a police officer who told me it was crazy. And then I came out at one o'clock from my meeting and, uh, literally right across from city hall. Uh, where there's a crosswalk, you didn't have to push the button at one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. You could just walk across the street. Yeah. That's crazy. Really empty. That is, Um, that's really crazy. All right. Are you a good cook? And this is, this is is Lily laughing. Uh, Yes. Yes. Listen, I know you come from, from an Irish family. I'm an Irish guy and my, uh, my, my tastes are very simple. I'm, I'm an Irish guy. I'm an Irish guy. I like meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. <laughs> That's I usually ask people, what is your favorite cooped up comfort food? What are you eating during this time? What makes you I, happy? I, I don't know if I can say I have comfort food. <laughs> How about How you, about Lily? You, Lily? <laughs> um, I don't know. I like Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its? <laughs> Me too. That's my favorite. Oh my God. I can't have them in the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, and I always ask, what are you reading? Are you reading anything good right now? I am reading a book called um, uh, The American Story. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a fascinating, uh, what it is, is a gentleman who uh, interviewed a bunch of individuals um, that are historians. Uh-huh. And they, they then, he basically just, the book itself is really just their interviews back and forth. But it covers from the start of American history to um, it finishes up. There's a chapter on the um, the Supreme Court, but the last historical figure that they talk about, I believe, is going to be Ronald Reagan. Oh wow! But um, the, the conversations that they have, because these people have done years and years of research on these um, famous American politicians, you know, it it, it covered um, early colonial presidents, colonial era presidents, you know, early on for presidents. Um, as well as uh, FDR and through JFK and just the insight that it brings not only to the individuals themselves but mm-hmm. to their historical context as well as to the political aspects of their life. So it's a wonderful book. I wish I, I don't recall the name of the gentleman who actually sort of put it all together and did all the interviews. I don't have it in front of me. That sounds um, great. But it's a great, it's a great story, a great book and it's, uh, it's given me a lot of insight and I'm really enjoying it. I then have next to it uh, a book that I just found that I'm looking forward to reading, but it's really thick. 
maybe this thing will give me some opportunity to read it, are the letters of George uh, George H.W. Bush. Mm-hmm. He, was a, he was apparently a wonderful writer. Mm. Um, and I guess he well, gathered all of his letters that he wrote to his wife and um, to himself and to others during his presidency as well as early on in his life during his time at war. Oh, that so that's sounds the interesting. Next I'm going to read, but that's after I'm done with the, the uh, American Storybook. Yeah, that's really interesting to hear what people are reading. That's that's pretty cool. How about you, Lily? Um, I don't read that much. Mm-hmm. I probably should read more. <laughs> I have some books next to my bed though that I try to read. Uh huh. What's there? I have there? the Maze Runner. Ah. I like the Maze Runner. I've read that before. It's really good. Do you like and dystopic stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's more interesting. Mm-hmm. And most books. And then there's Defending Jacob next to my bed, too. Uh-huh. Very good. So that sounds interesting. I'll try to read that. I think. Good for you. Um, and keep doing your dance uh, classes. <laughs> I think that's really cool. As a teacher, like, I, I know we're going to offer a lot of enrichment activities, but I don't know that we can top what's out there right now. <laughs> there's some pretty amazing, talented people, really great creatives, holding classes and discussions and I think it's it's a, a unique opportunity for my students, so I'm going to challenge them to watch some stuff like that. Um, Unfortunately, Danielle, I've asked her if I could join in on these <laughs> ballet classes, and, and she she's rejected every offer I've made. So I think that sounds like a TikTok in the making. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds really good. Um, yeah, if you get that going, Lily, send me the video. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you guys, thank you so much for joining me. This was fun. Oh, it was great to talk to fun. you. Yeah, and, uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Stay safe and healthy, and um, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon, maybe in person, outside, downtown, having coffee, right? Yeah, thank you. I'm really <laughs> looking forward to the, the, the when this is over. Um, as you uh, uh, had mentioned, I think, earlier about the 150th celebration for the town of Maynard that yep. was scheduled to happen starting really the celebration was going to start april 15th yeah my guess is that isn't going to go forward on that date but um, the group of people that have been working on that have been doing a tremendous amount of work and preparation and i'm confident that when this is over not only will we celebrate the end of this horrible situation that we're in but also the beginning of a new era of maynard Mm -hmm. and you know we'll be down there celebrating our our businesses, our community, and all of the you know artisans we have in town, and I think we're going to have a tremendous celebration. I'm really I think it's to it's going to be bigger than we expected now. After all of yeah. this, everybody's going to want to join together and celebrate something. And the 150th anniversary of Maynard is a great reason to do it. Shameless yeah. plug to my daughter because she was the one who. Um, whose design was chosen for the I T-shirt. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Congratulations yeah, to it's her. pretty cool. It, it yeah. really looks nice, too. I like I, yeah, I love it when I see it. We buy them for friends all over the world so that it's it's really a global thing. People are celebrating yeah. Maynard's 150th. <laughs> all right. Well, well thank you, right. and we'll talk to thank you soon. You. Thanks for joining me. All right. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was fun listening to Lily and Dave and Gavin. Um, I see David out a lot. He's he's always present in Maynard. And uh, very exciting for Lily, the beginning of her career. I wish her the best. Thanks for joining me in Cooped Up today in Maynard, Massachusetts. I'm Danielle Mannion. Talk to you soon.